0: Bible Treasures Topic 13 Planning Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast. Praise God for all the corrective teaching we receive through this series of talks. In The last six weeks our subject of study has been planning. Beloved, when we talk about planning, there is an important truth we should always bear in mind. The world and Satan are always opposed to God's plan and his ways. For example, if you turn with us to the book of Jeremiah, 18th chapter, if you look at the 11th verse, this is what God tells the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I am fashioning a disaster and devising a plan against you. Return now everyone from his evil way and make your ways and your doings good. It is God's call for repentance and coming back unto him. But what was the people's response? The twelfth words. They said, This is hopeless. We will walk according to our own plans and we will do the imagination of our own evil hearts. Not only rejected the call of God, they wanted to attack the prophet who brought them God's message. Look at the 18th words. Then they said, come and let us devise plans against Jeremiah. If you look at the last sentence of this particular verse, it says, come, let us attack him with the tongue and let us not give heed to any of his words. To what extent, you know, people are going to assault a servant of God who brings them the message of God to walk in his own ways? That will always be the case against any genuine godly counselors. Beloved, the world is still the same. In fact, it has got even worse. That's why our subject or the topic of study is how not to plan. So far, we have done six lessons. Number one, do not ignore the general Bible teaching. Number two, do not pray just for God's endorsement. Number three, do not be like the horse or the donkey. Number four, do not depend on your own strength or substance. Number five, do not wait for all questions to be answered. Last week, we studied lesson number six. Do not despise closed doors. Today, we will move on to lesson number seven. How not to plan. Do not over-consult people. Do not over-consult people. Beloved, receiving counsel and guidance from elders and experienced men and women of God is actually encouraged in the Bible. We would like to begin with Book of Proverbs, 11th chapter. Look at the 14th verse. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. Now, this verse may contradict what we just now mentioned to you. We told you, do not over-consult people. But here the word says, in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. So why does the word multitude introduced here? It is contrasted with the first portion of these beautiful words. There is no counsel, people fall. In order to speak against those who do not seek any counsel, this verse is presented here. Beloved, it is always safe to consult other people in major matters. Consulting too many people actually will confuse us. You know why we say that? In the world, in any generation, the ungodly always outnumber the godly. Jesus said broad is the way that goes to destruction. Any shall go in that. Narrow is the gate that leads to life. You will find it. Ungodly will always outnumber godly. That's why we should be extremely careful when we go to people for counseling. Turn with us to the book of Proverbs 12th chapter. There is a very practical exhortation that is given to us. The 26th verse. The righteous should choose his friends carefully. For the way of the wicked leads them astray. You know, we have uh, the longest book in the Bible is the book of Psalms. And it has got 150 chapters. Do you know how the very first verse of the very first psalm begins? We all know that, but for convenience, let us turn to that beautiful text. Psalm 1 and verse 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now what is the counsel of the ungodly? Now if you want to illustrate it, maybe we can pick up a passage from book of Isaiah, 30th chapter. We will read verses 1 and 2 that amplifies what we have read in Psalm one. 1. Go to the rebellious children, says the Lord, who take counsel but not of me, who devise plans but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. And they want to go down to Egypt, and they have not asked my advice, but they want to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Are you able to understand so very clearly God says that they devise plans but not according to me. They go to Egyptians and Pharaoh to work out plans for their processing. That's what the Bible condemns as the counsel of the ungodly. Even among the people of God, even among the children of God, even among the believers, carnal Christians, they outnumber spiritual Christians. Turn with us to the book of Philippians, and we will read to you from third chapter, a significant passage. Look at verses 18 and 19. Many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. Now those who are carnal are those who are worldly minded, according to this passage, they are many and numerous in number. Not only among believers, even among those who are called servants of God, we need to be very careful and cautious when we seek their counsel. Because in the world, yesterday and today, false prophets are simply too many. That's what Jesus predicted even at the beginning of his earthly ministry. Turn with us to book of Matthew 7th chapter look at the Sermon on the Mount. Look at the 15th verse. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. How many of them will be there? Look at the 22nd verse. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? 23rd verse, the reply that is given to them is, Depart from me you who practice lawlessness. So not only in the beginning of his ministry, also towards the end of his earthly ministry, the Lord Jesus Christ said that false prophets will be simply too many. Turn with us to the to Discourse in Matthew's Gospel, 24th chapter. 11th verse. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many people. Not only Jesus Christ predicted so, even Apostle John emphatically said the same statement. First John fourth chapter. Look at the first words. However, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God because Many false prophets have gone out into the world. So among the unbelievers, ungodly or in the general population of the world, ungodly outnumber the godly. Among the Christians, among the believers, carnal Christians outnumber spiritual Christians. Among the servants of God, false prophets outnumber genuine prophets. We need to be very careful when we go to people asking counsel when we want to plan some matter. People can sometimes exert a negative and a wrong, ungodly influence on our thinking and on our planning. Jesus Christ very carefully escaped such situation. Turn with us to the book of John for an illustration in the 7th chapter. Read from the second verse. Uh, many of you are quite aware of this incident. The Jews' feast of the tabernacle was very near. So his brothers said to him, that is, his own blood relatives, his own brothers said to the Lord Jesus Christ, Depart from here and go into Judea that your disciples may also see the work that you are doing. No one does anything in secret while he himself seeks to be known openly. If you do these things, show yourself to the world. We read in the fifth words, even his brothers did not believe in him. Jesus did not immediately fall for that suggestion. It looks as if they all were looking for his promotion. It all looks as if they were really interested in his popularity. But we look at the fifth verse, it says, Even his brothers did not believe in him. But Jesus was very careful. Then Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always ready. In another occasion, there was a temptation and suggestion that came from his very close disciple. Look at Matthew's Gospel, 16th chapter. We'll read from verse 21. That time Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised on the third day. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him saying, Far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. Looks as if he was telling out of his genuine concern and affection. What does the Bible say? Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me, you are not mindful of the things of God, but of the things of men. Jesus Christ was able to recognize that suggestion, which was not godly, even though it came from his closest disciple. That is why Apostle Paul, even at the very beginning of his ministry, he was extremely cautious. He was converted on the road to Damascus. And what do we read in Galatians chapter 1? We read it from verse 15. "When it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the Gentiles. See, what he says, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood. And in the 17th verse says, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. And he says, I went to Arabia. Then in the 18th verse, after three years, I came back to Jerusalem. And then when he came to Jerusalem, he met Peter and remained with him only for 15 days. And in the 19th verse he says, I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. He lists out what all the things he did not do. I did not confer with flesh and blood. I did not go up to Jerusalem. And I saw none other apostles than James, the Lord's brother. He says, I stayed with Peter only 15 days this was a deliberate act on the part of the apostle because God had revealed to him the gospel of grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and he did not want his message of the gospel of grace to be diluted by those who were extremely Jewish in their outlook and he protected himself from over consulting people He followed that principle wherever he went, especially in his missionary journeys. We all know what happened when Paul met uh, Philip and also his four daughters who were prophetesses. At that time the prophet Agabus also came there. What did Agabus do? He said that they will tie you and they will bind you and these are the things which will happen to you if you go to Jerusalem. But what did Apostle Paul say? I am ready not only to be bound for Jesus Christ, but also to ready to die for Jesus Christ. And they were not able to persuade him any further. And so finally they said, let the will of the Lord be done. Yes. And I want to ask you a question. Yes. He was right, whether Paul was right, or that prophet and the prophetesses, they were right. Now, I believe that what action Paul took was right. Acts of the Apostles. If you look at the 23rd chapter, look at the 11th words. Following night, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer, Paul, for as you have testified for me in Jerusalem, so you must also bear witness in Rome. So Paul took whatever the prophet said as an information, not as an instruction. Beloved, we must be very careful about other voices in our lives. What did Jesus say? My sheep hear my voice, and they will not go behind the voices of the strangers. So beloved, as we have Jesus our shepherd, we should always keep our ears, turned to the voice of our shepherd and not to the strange voices. The primary guidance for us must come from the study and restudy of the scriptures. Consultations with people are only secondary. Beware of people who try to manipulate you also. The apostles were very gentle when they were dealing with people. We should be always careful about people who bring upon us an unconscious pressure and try to manipulate us. The lesson is very clear in the subject of planning. How not to plan? Do not over-consult people. We have understood this lesson clearly in the context in which we have explained these illustrations. God bless you as you go about planning so many important things in your life. Thank you.